Hiya, pals. <coughs> Hi, pals, and welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> And now, Disneyland Paris News! It's Princess Week. Visuals released for Magic over Disney. And 37 Disney Street went to Disneyland Paris and won't shut up about it. Hey, hey, hey. Hey there, hi there, ho there, Disney fans, and welcome to another Disneyland Paris show. That is correct. It is Princess Week. We have things to talk about with that. But most importantly, we're going to continue our trip reports. All we managed to talk about last week was Avengers Campus. That was kind of our Avengers Campus special. So we're going to delve into some more nitty gritty now. We're Mm. going to give you our travel reports and also some reviews of the accommodation that we stayed in. But before that, we have things we do, don't we? We do have things we do. Um, We do, though, don't we, though? We do, though, yeah. In it. Yeah. But I. Who are they? <laughs> All aboard. <laughs> wow, that was lackluster. <laughs> I like the fact that some people are tuning in for the first time and they're like, what What, what was that? Did he. Did he What's that mumble there? <laughs> We'd like to say hello today. Let me switch to live chat. Um, first in the chat was Kelfi. Hello, Kelfi. Kelfi's going uh, to DLP for the first time in 12 years. She's not going for 12 years? The first time. She's going for the first time in, in 12, 12 years. She wanted to lock in that 2022 price, <laughs> didn't you? Although. <laughs> Can't wait to go in 2034. Susie's here and she's been watching uh, the Lightyear film. Um, so she's going to check out our review of that, which you can do on our Classics podcast. I hope you don't enjoy the film too much then. <laughs> I, I liked it. Yeah, I, I, did as well. I, I liked it. We've watched it again. But Very we had issues. It. We had issues. David's, mm. in, David's in the chat, plus Anne and Daisy and Claire and Cheryl and Lewis and Elle. Wits Wanderlust. Bob Sangwell's here, who used to have his own jingle. <laughs> Somewhere we've got a jingle for Bob. Um, <laughs> Hannah's here. Bobbing along. Mark Chester, the classic Mark Chester's here. Uh, who else we got? Emma, Joanne, who is Nate? John, let's start with this one. Claire, Ginger Fox. Uh, George, Purple 37. Lee, the Dunn family. Dougie Plays. Tasmin, Lauren, Magical by Sarah. And I think that's everyone I can find in in there in that list. Uh, Kelfie's a man. Yeah, I just wanted to point that <laughs> out. Hey, I I was going with thing. You leapt in there with a she, Chris. Did I? I didn't yep. even realise I'd done that. It was it you. I realised. I I'd was done. hedging my go. bets because we can't always remember. No. Just going on, um, you know these uh, handles. Screen people. Names, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can, can you put sensible names so it's clear to us, please? <laughs> oh no, you put whatever name you want. We probably but... had this ex- exact chat with Kelfie before. You know. Yeah. Can I play Bob's jingle? Because I've got it. Yes. Bobbing along, singing our song, Bob, with Bob Sangwell on 37 Disney Street. Again, I love the way we alienate people who've just tuned in for the no, first I was, time. I was just going to put it in context. If you Bob doesn't always manage to um, catch us live, but he's a loyal friend of the show and he's a published Disney author. He's mm-hmm. got two Disney books, which I think we've plugged before, that are like puzzle books, but they've got Disney history in them and they've got 
Disney trivia worked into the puzzle books. They're absolutely fantastic. They're available on Amazon. So if you look up Bob Sangwell, and he also runs the um, Disney Then, Disney and, then now and Now on, on Facebook. Facebook, which is a really good group if you're interested in like artists, Imagineers, history, and all that kind of kind and, of thing so and follow back them in the, back in the early days of the show he used to send us in little brain teasers and we'd, uh, we'd chuck them in there and let you guys <laughs> guess them but we've, we've not done that for quite yeah. a long time have we uh, also just joining us is Oliver Sarah um, and Crabbit Scruffs <laughs> Oliver uh, uh, usually listens in the car but he's listening oh. he's watching for the first time as is Kravitz uh, Gruffs. Hey guys, love the show. First time watcher. Big love. Big love. <laughs> I'm going to take this opportunity to to plug something. Ooh. And I'm going to try and remember to plug it in the middle of the show and at the end of the show as well, because it's a very important something. Mm-hmm. We totally forgot to plug it last week, we so did. I'm doubling down. On the 18th of September, we are doing a four-hour charity show, a charity live stream, and it's going to be for dementia care. Um, I work give you the whole big sob story now, but it's a very, very important charity. But we need people. There's no point doing it unless people are watching and joining it with us. You can give us silly instructions. We can do certain things. We're going to discuss different bits of Disney. We're going to do the Disneyland Paris show as one of the hours, Mm -hmm. but we're also going to discuss other things. We're going to talk about films. We're going to talk about Walt Disney World, Disney Parks, Imagineers. We're going to make some Disney food. I think we're going to do Mango Whip versus Pineapple Whip, Hugh. Oh, is it a versus? Well, you said you'd bring mango whip, so I thought, and I said I was going to bring a pineapple whip, so. Oh, yeah, baby. Should we do that? We've got some Disney cookbooks. We've got like a Star Wars cookbook and a Walt Disney World cookbook, and I think we're going to make some stuff out of there. We're going to do it from Chris's kitchen, which is in the other wing of the house, and I think we're going to make the kids too. Yeah, Lucas is really keen to do something as well. I don't know about Bonnie, but I'm sure we can find something for them to do as well, which would be quite fun. But we need viewers, otherwise it's us, it's, you know, a tree falling in the woods. You don't know if anything's happened, do you? So. just fine tree please 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 put it in your diary for it will be four till eight on sunday the 18th is that what we decided yes yes so it will be earlier than this if you're used to watching us every sunday at 8 30 by the time you log in at 8 30 it'll be done now we are then going to republish um different elements of it for the patreon so if you can't make us then then you can support us on patreon you'll be able to watch it uh but the main hour that's the disneyland paris hour will be republished as normal i think that's the plan yeah and uh, i'm gonna keep nagging you about this because i want you all there i also want to say hello to the dumb family as usual they're here and they're about to go on holiday (laughs) again (laughs) they're always just going i just got also spare claire's here Hey, Spare Claire. Not only do we have Claire, but we have Spare Claire too. So and Another thing alienating new listeners. Everybody's in the house. <laughs> yeah. And Claire's saying she can't wait for it. Hannah's saying that, that they'll be there. Ellie B. Is it Ellie or L? We've just had this discussion. LB says count me in. <laughs> I we had that L. discussion off air. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> L. It's got, um, it's got to be L, right? I think it's L. Yeah. And yeah, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We'd, we'd just love to have you there. We would. Oh, and I know I keep going on about this, but I am the most spice-averse person you've ever met, bar none. And I've decided that if we raise certain amounts of money, I will be taking progressively hotter spoonfuls of <laughs> hot sauce, much to Hugh's amusement. It'd be like Paul Rudd. Yeah. Doing the, uh, yeah, the yeah. Wings. Well, look, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> Hugh will be doing it for fun. I'll be doing it for personal. Yeah, but the thing torture. is, the one I, I would the, the one I would start with is the one that you would end with. <laughs> yes. I've got no. one, I've got one in the fridge right now that you wouldn't be able to bear, but I just put that on my cereal. 
I, w- I cried in a service station <coughs> just outside Leeds because we stopped and I got some noodles from Oodles of Noodles and I got the peppery sauce. And it was it was just pet and Hugh couldn't taste anything and I was crying. It was saying, please just go get me some water. There's a shop over there. Go get me some it water, please. Two out of five peppers on the scale. I mean, at least you admit it was two. At the time, you were making it out like it was zero. It, it might have been actually. Anyway, come on. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> princess week. Drinks. Yes. Well, today we're all enjoying a tropical cordial. You've made it a bit strong for me. I, come on. You've made it a bit strong for me. I made it, saying I something. put so little of the cordial in there, Chris, that I thought, I don't think that's going to be enough. I don't think there's any water in it. God, are you kidding me? <laughs> I think this is a strong one because um, that that was weak. It's quadruple strength. Yeah. I'm going to put some spiced rum in mine, though. And I've also got a, uh, we got this from, <laughs> you know, sometimes in HelloFresh, you get like a, they just chuck some in. I've got a stronger ultra dark fruit cider. Oh, it's a very tiny, small one. Tiny can, yeah. Oh, that's cute. Right. I can right. see some questions in the chat, and I know we're going to talk about news, but I kind of want to, to try and answer them um, because uh, one of the questions was, how successful have people been with walk-ins for restaurants? I can't get any decent reservations for our dates. And I've seen that David Wilson has said that Captain Jacks were taking walk-ins a few weeks ago. When we were there the other week, they were very definitely not taking walk-ins. So we've I guess got, We've got a walk-in at Captain Jacks, not recently, but in the past we have. Yeah. And yeah. the thing, we thing did, is we... We didn't take it because because Bonnie looked at the menu afterwards and she went, I don't, I don't like it. We uh, hadn't planned on it. We took we the walk-in, we went inside the foyer area and glanced at the menu and we're like, actually, we've changed our minds because <laughs> it was a bit frustrating. We've been since then and it was great. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, That'll be one for our uh, our meal reviews at some point. Yeah, it's it happens. It is possible. It's and also the day of or the morning of. If you're staying in a um, a hotel, you can see your concierge. You can also go and see at um, the town hall. With so you don't have to go around every re- restaurant at lunchtime to do it. You can get those kind of reservations and just keep checking your app because people do cancel day of, um, mm. but. I mean, I just don't don't give up at any of these stages. Once it gets to sort of half past 12 or half past five, depending which meal you're going, do go and try and just do a walk up. Because we've certainly had them before. We've had them for Plaza Gardens a couple of times. We've had it for Captain Jack's. Yeah, it, It's worth trying. Mm. I, it's not a guarantee. I, it's no. just it, one of those things. If you're staying on, on site, I would recommend speaking to your concierge first because they will be able to tell you exactly where there's stuff available so if you go and talk to them on the day or at the beginning of the week to see what's available later in the week you might get something that way as well and i almost feel like they're uh, gonna, the restaurants are gonna be a little more receptive to a concierge phoning them rather than uh, someone just walking up and going you know with the, all the bags and the prams and well <laughs> you know, when we were, go away when we were in captain jacks the other day they, they they'd allowed one walk-in just as they were opening um and it was it was for a table of nine and only four of them were there. Oh, the, the others are just on the way. There'll be two minutes. 25 minutes later, we were still waiting for our seat and they still hadn't turned up. And then one Rude. of the guys disappeared to go and fetch them. And I just think if, if you're going to go and do a walk-in, you kind of have to be there. Yeah. I don't think it's right to, especially with such a big a big table. But there you go. And um, The other quick question was, Chris Lees was saying, I'm just wondering, can you see the fireworks from Newport Bay? Now, Again, David's answering these questions, but I'm just going to say it anyway. And he says, you can't see them, the fireworks from Newport Bay. That being said, 
I stayed in Compass Club and I had a balcony window. And I'm pretty sure I could see the fireworks. You can't hear any of it. Um, no. And you can't really see the castle. But you can see them going into the air. So in that sense, you can see them. I don't, <laughs> If there was yeah. anything happening at Tower of Terror, you'd be able to see that. And it, it's it, because it's like a horseshoe shape, it very much would depend where, where you, you were. Yeah. But they certainly don't sell any firework view rooms. No, no, no. Like some hotels would have categories that was fireworks, view, like the Disneyland Hotel would. Yeah. Um, so if you know, if you crane your neck, maybe same at, um, if you're on the top floor at Sequoia, perhaps. But it, yeah. I wouldn't count on it. Basically. Yeah, no, exactly. Right, sorry, I just thought I'd interject. No, because I know the, the chat moves so quickly these days. And, and uh, if we're going to talk news now, that's good. But uh, I just thought I'd get those in before we did. Carry on, Lucy, with right. your news. Well, the main news this week, pretty much the only one we're going to talk... Well, no, we've got two we're going to talk about before we start doing trip reports, mm. is it's Princess Week. So, let me get my things up. Um, there's various things going on. Ah, sorry, there we go. There's various things going on. And I just want to say they do this every year, Princess Week. And yes, it's a cynical marketing thing. But I often think it's such a shame it's only a week because they do seem to go all out. And I think we should try and go one year because it does always fall on Bonnie's birthday as well, mm. which is good. So um, you've you got... take all the friends and family as well with you. Yeah. <laughs> What, like, like like the birthday party we've had today. Oh, yeah. Stuart, <laughs> yeah, all of them. Um, so we've got the Royal Promenade with Queens Anna, Elsa and Disney Princesses two times a day. This is basically a cavalcade and they are um, reusing the float from the Frozen, Frozen season. I can't remember what it was called. It was called something catchy. They did it in the winter of 2020. We were there before they closed. Like yeah, the January. Um, the Frozen... Something. That's I can, the one I remember. I can. T I'll find out. It's on my. Yeah. It's on my yeah. video. Anyway, that big float that's got the knock on it and the big um, sort of wave, wave yeah, of yeah. frozenness. Yeah. Um, the reusing that <laughs> wave of frozen. Wave of frozen. Wave of frozenness float. Frozen um, celebration. Celebration. Frozen celebration. Wow, that's not very um, exciting, is it? And Star Wars season of the Force. It was yes. at the same time. But it, it's not just that. They've got the uh, prince and princesses in the carriages and they've got some walking princesses i did see that they had mulan and moana kind of bringing it out which is i really like to see these alter alternative mm -hmm. you know what i mean not just the um the white girls in ball gowns i like i like to see all the princesses well as uh that. claire's just saying she says do everyone see that ray is becoming an official princess will be interesting to see Ooh. there's a magic Prince shot with raya as well isn't there i saw, I saw that this yes, week that's, I did, one of, that's one of the things that's there yeah we've got magic mm. shots um and i did know that that was mainly for princesses that they don't actually have as characters ah, okay so you, you they have um yeah they've got raya and vanellope is vanellope there yeah people like that because vanellope raya true disney princesses merida She's not a true yeah. Disney princess. But She's I'm, I'm surprised Merida though. was meeting and greeting up at uh, Cowboy Cookout. Sorry, still Julie. not having it. I'm surprised though that these uh, new characters that are kind of not set up as princesses are being added to this princess in quotes uh, roster. Nala. Nala should be a Disney princess. Yeah, and oh. uh, and what's she called from Elonwyn? <laughs> yeah, that one. Yep. Yeah. Not Merida, because Merida's bit... Pixar. I'm just going to say this again. I will say this forever. Merida, yeah. not a Disney princess, Pixar princess. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. 
No, no, it's absolutely fine, and I'm with you. It's um, the thing is that when they started the Disney Princess brand as a separate brand, it was, it was just a line of merchandise in the Disney store that had, and you know, they had the princesses kind of in a triangle, and and it was quite rightly pointed out that it was a load of white girls in ball gowns, mm-hmm. which is a little bit privileged demographic and then this so then they started to branch out and and put the put pocahontas in there they made sure that jasmine had her you know different outfit but now it's just become all these female leads i feel now they are a bit specific about they're not going to put merida in are they because she's legitimately not a princess but they're, they're getting a bit kind of I don't know, like, it, it's very huge now. It's a huge thing, and I no longer think it's a brand in itself. It is just Disney princesses. Um, so they, they used to have this thing where they coronated them, and that meant they, they added them to the brand. Hmm. I think we've got beyond that now. Yeah. Bob uh, Sangwell says, full name, Bob Sangwell, uh, for those with children who love the characters, especially princesses, a nice gift is to write to Disneyland and possibly a DLP and Walt Disney World not tried. And ask for signed photos. I have a few. This is why he's got a jingle. Little, so, little tidbits like yeah, this. Yeah, just write off and say, you know. This is why we need him here. My son loves um, Lightning McQueen. Can you get me a signed photograph? It, this is, you know, like on QI, they've got the elves. Mm. And, and the elves are like live fact-checking things and all the details. This is why we need Bob and Patrick in the in yes. the chat all the time. <laughs> Always there. To be our elves, <laughs> to tell us these little things. Um, right, we've got Magical Moment. Well, I got a Magical Welcome, and on here, the promo, it says Magical Moment with Aurora at the Castle Courtyard. This is at the back where the um, Sword in the Stone is. Oh, yeah. Oh. That, that sword in the stone, you know, it's it really easily pull it out. Yeah, and it, it's not only that it'll pull out, it's that it wiggles that bothers me. Like, even when they've got it fastened in, it's like, you know the moment when um, the hammer moves? I need to pick up the pace today, don't I? Anyway, <laughs> um, so that's like, uh, I've got some... It was, um, that it's, it's just a nice little promenade, a little show with Aurora, but also with Minnie in her medieval... A pointy hat and and her entourage are doing a show in the castle courtyard and then you've got additional meets and greets so you've got snow white down by casey jr and you've got merida up by cowboy cookout but lots of others as well so i was gonna say what do you think would you make a special trip for princess week but to be honest next year if we're thinking of going this week in August or that week in August, I think I would make the effort. Maybe. It Maybe. always sounds Are we good. going in August next year? Probably. Um, Kelfie says, when does Christmas start at DLP? <clears throat> at July? Uh, no, 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 I'm joking. Uh, and then Mag- Magical by Sarah said 12th of November. I was going to say they have released the dates. It's 12th of November. As a general rule, yearly, they just they do the fireworks on the 5th of November and then it's however quick they can get the decorations up. So it tends to be about the 10th. But... Magical mm. by Sarah's just told us it's the 12th. But if you need to know next year, that's your rule. When we went for Halloween, all the um, the, the Christmas like huts and stuff were all there in the village on the 1st of November. Mm. <laughs> we literally woke up 1st of November last yeah. day there. No, Halloween's done. And they'd literally stripped everything down overnight and there were loads of Christmas stalls there that weren't open. I was actually quite surprised when Magical by Sarah said the 12th because in my head it's the 6th. Uh, well, yeah, it's that's like, because in our house, in. the day after bonfire night... It's Christmas. Yes. We, like, we'll put the tree up that weekend, seriously. The last two, we- last two years, we've put the tree up on the 16th-ish. And, 
We we did it. November, we did it. Couple, we did it a couple of years ago. People got angry. They were saying that's too early. That's too early. It's something about the lockdown. People, especially last year, yeah. were banging their tree up mid-November, mm-hmm. like right across the board. Everyone was doing not across the board, but loads of people were doing it. And all of a sudden, it was like, yeah, what's wrong with that? Like, I deserve it. It's been a crazy year. We were there first, guys. I, I, <laughs> I love it at Christmas here because we. In the last few years, we've recorded multiple Christmas episodes very early, so we get a real Christmas feel all the yeah. way through October. Yeah. Doing Christmas yeah, films and things. Yeah. By that point, to me, Chris, it's already like mid-Christmas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. We're bored of it by Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, man, that's why we take our tree down at like the 28th. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do, we we do, do don't we? we? We take it down before New Year's. Sorry, we've had like, enough it's now. It's a chore. We need to get it done. Um, <laughs> so Elle's going for, on the 19th of November, which means she gets her first Christmas season. That's fantastic. Ooh, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, my advice for anyone wanting to go at Christmas, if you would just want to go for Christmas, is go the end of November, mid to the end of November, because it'll set you up for the, You'll come back feeling so Christmassy, it'll set you up for the whole Christmas season. But also you'll miss the crowds and the expensive prices and it's just lovely we went i think like the 26th of november one year it was ace um oh no we went no for christmas we went like um it was like the week before christmas no i don't think it was it It was because uh we got back on my last day at work and my last day at work is on like um christmas eve I take it back. I'm not sure it was that year. Maybe it fell on like the, the Friday, so it's a couple of days early. But we, it was the week before Christmas we went. Oh, I take yeah. it back then. Maybe that was the just one of those trips that I've planned and then never booked, which seems to happen quite a lot. Pauline Stott says Deadpool should be a Disney princess. Yes. <laughs> I agree. I wonder what his summer outfit would look like. <laughs> um, I think that's everything there is to know about princesses. Princess week. Let me see. Oh, except that we've got special snacks. As ever, we have got specialised... Um, Shortbread? No. With Nutella? No, you cheeky <laughs> monkey. But probably, yes. <laughs> yeah, probably. But no. Um, I was going to say we've got the petit fours on all the buffets. We always say that those yeah. that's the best food in Disneyland Paris is your little petit fours on the uh, buffets. But we've also got a Cinderella's Delight cone at the Old Mill which you can get. And if they're it's open. giving out collectible <laughs> cards. These look I was trying to find out what these were, but it was a bit last minute. They look like top trumps cards in that they've got a princess on one side, then loads of facts about them at the back. But I'm not sure where you're getting them. They sound cool. If, I just remembered actually last time we were there a couple of weeks ago, uh, there was some fancy ice creams at the Mad Hatter's um, mm. place, but uh, it was closed when I checked and I forgot to go back, but they had some some fancy Alice ice creams. Mm. Uh-huh. They are, we've moaned for years, but Disneyland Paris are really just starting to step up the game with snacks. Every time we go, they get more interesting, they get yeah. better, they get more fun. So I'm really... It's still disappointing to see a cat and you, like, you walk past 10 of them a day and they're just selling bottles of Sprite and Magnum, is it Twister or a Magnum or something like that? You know, just... just you don't go to Disneyland for that stuff, do you? Here's my frustration, um, and it comes back to the pineapple whip, I'm afraid. Café de la Bruce is kind of in a place where people Bruce. could not know it was there. Mm. Yeah, and good, quiet and for me. Yeah, I know that is good. <laughs> you don't know whether it's going to be open or not until you've gone down the stairs and around the corner to have a look. Yeah. Mm. But if they had the pineapple whip somewhere on Main Street or you know just somewhere else as mm. well, I think it would sell massively I think loads of people mm. would yeah. have them and then the, people would know they were there and the, the mango whip might have stayed think, if they could have got it in more places yeah. it would have been more popular I, I don't understand I mean, the logic behind it they even hid it themselves mm. they didn't put it on the first menu they put it on the one next to the till 
mm-hmm. and then it they took it from us. Yep. Have I talked about that? No. <laughs> I, do you want to do it now? I just want to... The, I'm just going to go back to what you said, though, Hugh, and defend Islam Paris a bit. When you're on about another cart with Sprite, etc., you've got these wheel-out carts that they bring out in high season and specifically mm. in summer that they just wheel out from backstage. Massive and then, eyesores. Yeah, they are a bit. That they put but in they're there, to, they're there to just sort of serve the guests at high season, they're not permanent things, so it would be very hard to put very interesting snacks there. And to be fair, those are the ones that were selling the yoga ice, yoga, yoga. <laughs> Yoda ice cream and things mm, like that. Exercise so they, they are putting something on there, One but of I think them these was. are just the temporary stations. One of them was selling the Yoda ice creams. Mm, yeah, maybe. One of them. The, was it the one on the entrance to Discoveryland? Yes. That's where we got ours from as well. Yep. Mm. Yeah. George Sharp is saying... I said that almost like I was going to tell him off. George <laughs> Sharp, you naughty, my, naughty George. My, te- my teacher voice really came out then, didn't it? George Sharp. Um, if I'm you, talking to you, George. Yeah, if you can go to DLP for Christmas, do it. It's when we went every year through my childhood. So many car memories. Honestly, I, <laughs> He says, uh-oh. <laughs> I cannot recommend Christmas at Disney enough. Now, we've never been at Halloween, granted, but we've done summer, we've done spring, we've done various different times, but Christmas is something else. Halloween's it's a better. different experience at Christmas. Do you think Halloween's better? Yes, I do. Interesting. I, I will stick my head above the parapet. Paraf- you yeah. will die on and, this uh, Disney and, Hill. Yes, I will. I think Halloween Sh- I think, is better. I think Cheryl's just replying to someone else in the chat, but she says, I've put some of my trips at Christmas on my YouTube channel. Ooh, Cheryl Yates. Ooh, 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 check those out. Check her out. Right. Also, Hugh, I don't know if you can find them. Someone was telling us where we get the collector cards. Uh-huh. And, that, and now they've scrolled up and I can't see who it was. Okay. So that's information for other people. Ooh. Oh, Hannah says, we only found pineapple whip because of Hugh. We looked on Sunday and Monday, but it was closed. Yep. Got it on Tuesday, and it was quiet. We got it on the Thursday, and then we went back on the Friday at 11 o'clock, and it was shut. So we couldn't uh, get another one. That that was Hannah again, but she also says, in shops, food places, and cast members apparently have seen. Ah. Card number five is hard to locate. Oh. Thank you, Interesting. Hannah. Can I just... This is what I love about Disneyland Paris. I like, love about Disneyland Paris compared to Walt Disney World is there are still spots like Café de la Bruce and up by Colonel Hathis and going up towards um, Indiana Jones where you can almost feel like it's only you and a dozen other people in the whole mm. park. And I, it just still feels gorgeous and quiet. I reshared a picture of uh, that took of you and Bonnie... Uh, one of my classic you two walking away mm. from me shots uh, in Discoveryland and there is no one around and it looks mm. like we're there at first thing in the morning but it's the middle of the day it was um, during it, just after it opened after COVID so it was quiet but I mean it looked dead there are like like people have said oh you, you, your photographs always look like there's no one else there and I, I, I do that I wait for people to go you know you can take photographs that aren't full of people if you're careful mm. yeah <laughs> so it and in Walt Disney World, I don't know if you've been or not, guys, but it, we love it. We love it. You can't find a quiet square inch, really. You can't. Find, there's nowhere to go and hide. But Disneyland Paris is full of it, and it feels so intimate all the time. Right? That's me telling you. Which one was saying that they're going? That she's going to Walt Disney World. It is a she, Whitney, <laughs> um, going to Walt Disney World in October. <laughs> And I wish it was going to be Christmas season, but it'll be Halloween. So and Chris come on. says Halloween's come on better, now. and he's been at Christmas as well. And not to Walt fair. Disney World, but no, 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 But no. we know that that Walt Disney World does Halloween good. Mickey's not so scary. Good? Halloween does party looks incredible this year. Do you know? 
George, we haven't watched the vlogs on that and I'll tell you why. <laughs> we, our favourite vloggers was Molly from Orlias and Molly has left Orlias and created her own channel and it's called Mammoth Club and Mammoth Club and Orlias released their Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party video on the same day. And we're like, oh my God, what do we do? Are we loyal to the presenter? Are we loyal to the channel? And I couldn't bring myself to watch Orlias without Molly, nor could I bring myself to watch Molly when she has abandoned Orlias. So I didn't watch either of them. And I'm still debating who I'm mm. going to be loyal to. This feels a bit intense. I know. I'm sorry if this sounds like gossip, but uh, she did do a video say, like, you know, saying, like, I've started this new channel. Uh, this new channel and stuff. Here's what I'm doing. But there's a bit where she says, I'm not here to talk ill of previous brands I've worked with. And then she doesn't say anything else. So it almost sounds like there was a bit of beef. Or maybe not even beef, just dissatisfaction or something. I don't know. I mean, usually if you'd say that, you'd say, you'd add, love those guys, wish them well. But she didn't didn't say that. She just said, I'm not here to talk ill about them. Anyway, you know what I mean? That sounds a bit... (laughs) Am I just... Am I gossiping? I am. It, there's a lot of. And I love um, it. <laughs> there's a lot of love for Molly in the chat. A lot of people are saying go with Molly, which, I, to be honest, that's what we want to do because we enjoy watching Molly. It just feels a bit. We, we, we met her. She was nice. We did. She was lovely, wasn't she? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's move away. I from have this. nothing to yeah. contribute here. <laughs> I'm, we're sorry, Chris. I'm a half an hour in. Uh, just a quick one. Visuals are released for Magic over Disney, and that is basically they do these. Um, just extra little nighttime spectaculars for no particular reason. I'm not just saying that, just for no particular reason. The dates this year are 7th and 9th of November and then January the 19th, 23rd and 25th, um, 2023 that is. And it's just, it's a nighttime spectacular at Walt Disney Studios and they've released a graphic for it. I can't believe we're talking about plans for 2023 already. Well, it's soon. I know it is, I know. Just doesn't life get away from you? You're nearly in academic year, 22, 23 yep. now. You see, I, yep. I live in academic years, so that's where I'm at. Theatre seasons for our local theatre group. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Starts night, next week. Well, <laughs> yeah, and somebody at a party I was at today was asking me about plans for next season, um, the July slot, and I just presumed they meant 2023, but they were talking about 2024, because we're already in the season mm-hmm. that includes July 23. Yeah, true. I couldn't cope with that. Yeah, that, it's, it's a headache, isn't it? It is. It's all just a headache. Right. Oof. Okay, I'm going to stop now. That's everything we've got. That's all she wrote. So we're going on to travel and accommodation. We've got half an hour. What do you want? We ran over last week out of excitement. We what did. do you want to do first, Chris? I don't mind. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very easy on this. So it's travel and accommodation. Why don't we start at the beginning and get there? Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, we're we're going to talk specifically about how we travelled last time, aren't we? Yes. Not like we've done a travel show before. Uh, so to add to that, if so, if you want to check out our travel show, um, find it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how you would find it. Just put uh, Disneyland Paris travel. I think we said before you can, yeah, you can probably find there, the old yeah. show, and that describes all the different ways to get there. But last time we all did the same thing, which is we got a train to London. Yeah. Then we all got on the Eurostar. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only difference is uh, you got a direct one. No, it changed at Paris. I, I went to Paris, oh, you sorry. went to Lille. You changed at Paris, we changed at Lille. So we basically got this, the, the same type of trip. Well, all, we, all the trains we really, because you were, changed mm. to an RER, so you didn't pre-buy your... 
like you got no, we didn't have a, a train year start to book, Paris, yeah. whereas we booked all the way to Disneyland Paris, but it was a change at least. And, and even situation. as late as the Friday before we left, we were still trying to decide whether to do the RER or to get a taxi or to to book some, you know, book a, a transfer. We, yeah. we we literally left it to the last minute to decide what we were going to do. Well, it's, it's good that you can do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think for, for me, the travel, the thing to start off with here really is this. Our original plan was the same plan that I've always had, which is we were driving, we were going to drive down, we were going to stay a night at Magic Circus, um, which meant we were driving the, the whole way from, from West Yorkshire all the way down, so four and a half hours to, uh, to Kent, um, and then three hours on the other side. But... I was pricing the whole thing up and getting ready to book the, book the crossings for the car, and the the crossings were coming out at 120 pounds each way, which is a lot of money. A lot more than usual. And fuel prices went through the roof as well. So mm-hmm. when I just thought I'm going to have one last look at Eurostar because it, it, it was coming out ridiculously expensive, but there was a 20 percent offer on, and I managed to get the four of us in, on returns. It must I must have picked a sweet spot in terms of time and everything, but I managed to get the four of us in return for under 300 pounds, and straight away I thought, well. We, we should just do that because even if even if we have to drive down to London to get that that Eurostar, it's cheaper than us having to you know we, we probably ended up getting an overnight in in Ashford, um, so there'd be another hundred quid on top there. So you were talking five hundred quid before we'd even done anything, and then I we, Laura noticed this whole thing about the the friends and family rail ticket, which we've talked about before on the show, where you get massive, massive discounts if you're traveling with a kid. And and we managed to get the four of us on uh, return tickets to London for £86 mm. for the four of us, which is really it's nuts, isn't it? When you think mm. that, that quite often you can't get a single return for that price. Um, so at that point, we just thought, well, we, we were yeah. quids in, so it just made absolute sense to us. Just to sort of jump on that point, but reiterate it, I have priced up more Disneyland Paris trips from West Yorkshire than I'd care to mention. And I've always said, Disneyland, uh, Eurostar's the best, but it's the most expensive. Mm-hmm. And then there's flying and then there's driving. Now this time, as what you've said, it is completely reversed. Driving was coming out the most expensive because of all the reasons you've said. Flying, I don't know where you guys are who are listening, but our local airport has stopped flying to Paris during COVID because Flybe went bust. Man. And that was really stung us. That was the best one. So now it's like, it's go further to an airport, pay to park your car, more expensive airlines, all that kind of thing. So it came down to it being the cheapest. And then for, like you said, the actual UK rail to be cheaper than driving to London. So we've always driven to London and parked um, on the outskirts. It just mind boggling. Mm. However, it does come at a cost. I'm going to throw this ball to Hugh now. Because... Well, well, we always said, wherever you save money, there's a reason for it. The more you pay, the more... There's a triangle. There's a triangle in Mm. filmmaking, which is Mm. uh, cheap, good, and fast. And you can't have all three. Mm. You can only have cheap and good, or fast and cheap, or fast and good. You can't, you know, you can't have all three. And it's the same with travel, but those are like speed, cost, and convenience, or time, say. Mm. I don't know. Did I say speed? Yes. Yeah, speed, you did. speed yeah. cost, and sort of, yeah, comfort, convenience, whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the cheaper it is, the longer it's going to take. I mean, it's, it makes sense. But it's like, it's so clear when you look at it on paper, isn't it? You're like, of course, that's that's expensive because it's the quickest, you know. And like, they just, they, they match up across the board. The better they are, the more expensive they are. You so, just have to weigh it up. But we've done them all. And 
it almost balances out. If 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 you if you're willing to put up with a a lot and and travel for a long time, you can save loads of money. So halfway through our trip, you declared. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't care what it costs. We're I flying next time. Exactly. <laughs> so do you want to tell us about our trip yeah, and why that was? That's what happens in the middle of travel. Like you know, like um, you on your holiday, you you don't remember anything about the airports do you afterwards and before unless it's been like really traumatic like in Barcelona when we were stuck in the airport for 36 hours mm. um, you know because it just fades away because it's just it's unimportant uh, so at the time I was like I don't care and I think maybe um, I'm not sure I think don't be afraid don't well, be I set you up to be tell you the anecdote Hugh that, like, that's what I tried to do a few sentences oh, I'm going to need more than that I've okay Hugh, tell the listeners the anecdote as opposed to getting to Disneyland Paris this time. The anecdote? Well, okay. What happened is... Um, what happened. Okay, so we got a train from Leeds um, and it was half an hour late, but didn't matter. It was a very early train didn't, as well. Didn't matter too much. And then we got to King's Cross, nipped across the road to St Pancras and we... Right, so first of all, we, we got to the bit, you know, just we're going through the the gates and it was ram packed and i was like oh my god have you seen how busy this is wow <laughs> little did we know we turned the corner and it is the longest queue i have ever been in not the, probably not the longest i've ever seen the longest queue i've ever been in in my, in my life longest. there was about we reckon about a thousand people didn't we or was it mm. more like two thousand what did i tell you chris was well, it a thousand i was in the same queue the following day so yeah, yeah I, I would have said it was no, I wouldn't have said it was was a thousand. I would have said eight, seven, eight hundred probably. Yeah, it was. It was. It's macker. not the biggest queue I've ever been. It was macker, but um, but there's people with signs there, and it turned out there was a delay there anyway. So um, we were worried we were, we were going to miss it, but mm. we got on, and it was forty minutes late. The forty minutes late, I texted Chris. I said, uh, "Looks like we're going to miss our connection at Lille," and he said, "What happens if you miss a connection?" And Lucy was going, "What are we going to do? What are we going to do?" And I was just going, "Well, we're going to find out, aren't we?" Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't actually that scared. And it turns out, if you do miss a connection in Lille. You can just go up to the train operator. So we found the um, the train operator booth, little little building, and um, we just went in and said, hi, yeah, we were on that train that was late, and they just gave us a ticket for the next one. Cool. Unfortunately, that was two and a half hours later, so we had to kill two and a half hours across the road in the little uh, shopping centre. Three was a, hours after the one we were booked on. Which was a bit basically. boring, and it made us three hours later to Disneyland Paris. But there was no compensation. No, because you have to be over available. an hour. You have to be over an hour late. And in order to oh, so close. I mean, we were. Yeah. Oh, we, we 50, were as well. 50 we were minutes. We, we were. weren't over an hour late from the Eurostar, but we were three hours late to our destination because well, that, that of the thing. Count. And I British think. British Rail, it does count. So that should I count. I think it should count because we bought our ticket from Leeds. You want to have a look at that. For, for British Rail, definitely that counts. So anyway. when, we, when we set off from Wakefield. Um, they were already 20 minutes late and they were actually the, the guy was straight away saying if you arrive at your end destination half an hour or an hour late as a result of this then you are entitled to compensation so you need to contact us and they kept saying this over and over again because they'd had some mm. some problems and they were having to drive slow and I and might have a look things. at that but our Eurostar trip was a very similar experience I guess to, to you guys initially that massive queue was just ridiculous but it moved at a reasonable pace when we got on the train, we, were, we we literally, we got on the train and it set off on time two minutes after we'd sat down. That, that, we were literally the last ones on the train and we were off and we were on time. When we got to Lille, the uh, announcer came on and said, um, we've got a bit of a problem. There's a suspicious package at Lille, so they've closed the station. Uh. So we're just going to have to sit tight. So we were sat there for an hour 
still in the train. And then he said, right, we're able to go now, but we can't use the main line anymore. So they couldn't go on the Eurostar line, which meant they had to go on the local line, which meant they couldn't go full speed. Mm. So he said, we're going to try and make some time up, but you're basically going to arrive an hour late. So I was going, oh, compensation. I'm going to get at least 20, 30% back here. This is fantastic. Um, But he managed to pull back enough to get us to 40 minutes so, so no close. compensation yeah. yeah so we were supposed to arrive at eight o'clock in paris and we arrived at i thought it wasn't too bad i oh i i thought you you had to get off the train you just sat on the train yeah yeah we just sat on the train All right. just sat there so i mean he, here's the thing because this is decision making and next time we book a disneyland paris trip we're gonna have to make this decision again um we set off from our house at half past six in the morning um, to get this early train that was late, to get that train that was late, to then be mucked around there. And we didn't get to Disneyland Paris until six in the evening. 11 hours later with the time difference. Yeah. Right? So, I yeah. mean, that that's quite an epic hike. Now, we always... You always spend more money when you get an additional night. And when we drive, we get an additional night in, Ash, in Ashford. But... We get there, we get actually to Disneyland Paris a lot earlier in mm-hmm. the day. And if we were to go to via Eurostar again, but get a hotel in London, we would spend a lot more money, but get there early in the day. If we went from where we are and we flew, I always find flying tedious because you have to get there two hours before the flight and there's all that kicking around. But we would get there a lot earlier. The yeah. question is, how much is that worth to you financially? That's always the question, isn't it? I, I have to say, I the, the, yeah, I, I guess it was another. It was eleven hours for us, I think, as well, door to door. But I, I found it quite a relaxing journey. Even the like the boys behaving, they were giddy as hell, but they mm. enjoyed themselves and and they behaved themselves. And so it was, it, you know, it was air conditioned, it was comfortable, and I didn't mind. It's far less stressful than driving. I think even though so. I think if if you did it in a one, I'd actually probably drive it quicker. Mm. If you if you hit the the mm. crossing right. If, yeah. you, if you get there early and they let you straight on and you're off 35 minutes later, you, you, you're travelling really quickly. I said that to you. We could have driven quicker. Mm. Um, but I did get to read an entire novel. There you go. On, you know, between there and back. And I'm like, that to someone who loves reading but is a working parent and never gets to do it, I'm like, this is my best holiday ever. <laughs> I want to say two things though, quick. Um, the journey on the way back was like six hours it yeah. was nothing. It was a different. It was story. like the transfer at Lille was. We went straight through. We sat down, and five minutes later, we stood back up and queued to get on the the, the Eurostar. Brilliant. Mm. Uh, wasn't a wait at King's Cross really. Was it ten minutes or something? Oh, just, yeah, just boom. We, we were we home. Mass delay. It, it was you know it was like cream going home. It was beautiful. I, I am getting compensation for the journey back because yeah. when we got back to London, um, there was a delay because there'd been signal problems. Um, mm earlier in the day so all the trains were delayed that's why we our did. train had been made into th- three three trains worth of people were on it oh. privatise um, the rails they said we were 20 minutes great they said we were 20 minutes late leaving because they'd managed to pull back a lot of their delays and stuff so we got on our train in our seat and they said look straight away they said the train is overbooked so sit where you can but please be mindful of others because there are three people to everyone to every seat basically mm. nobody ever came into our, our carriage now the train that we were on it had two engines in the middle of it so you mm. couldn't walk from one end to the other of the train uh, and yes. everyone had gotten in the other side and nobody wanted to get out and walk up the train Brilliant. to get into it so we had it was really comfortable but we pulled out of out of king's cross and within about 2 minutes we'd stopped and then there was an announcement saying uh, ladies and gentlemen we've got a um one, one of the brakes on one of the carriages is uh, stuck 
So we're going to have to isolate that brake. So we're just waiting for them to close off all the trains so that the driver can get out, walk to the back of the train, yeah. isolate the brake, and then we'll be on our way again. Mm. So we were there for like 40 minutes, just sat waiting for this to be able to happen. So presumably yeah. adding further delay to all the other trains coming out of King's Cross as well, which is... Uh, Fun. <laughs> we once got on a train to London and um, the previous train had been cancelled, so we had all their passengers on. And we got to our seat and there was a guy sat there and he did actually move to his credit, but he did it, you know, under, you know, duress because he said, Well, my train was cancelled and this was my seat on that train. And I felt like saying, I would never say this to someone, but I felt like saying, how is that our problem? Yeah. This, this right now is our train. And yeah. it, if that happened to me, I'd be like, I'd be annoyed, but I wouldn't think, well, I can sit in that same seat because that wasn't his seat. No. So off you pop, my friend. As soon as you saw that we had a, a, a child with us, he, off, he, off he went. Anyway, the second thing I was going to say before was um, don't be scared. If, you, if you've if you missed a connection and you're in a foreign country and you're like, oh, no, you just find the place. You go there and you like, we, we, we missed a connect, connected flight from Manchester to London and um, we drove down. We missed because we missed that flight. Oh, my God nightmare story and when we got there they'd also removed us from the flight from london to florida um but at the, as they said it i was so zen because i just thought well that was a mistake you know they're not going to say so sorry and eventually she just she looked at the screen and she just said all right you're okay you're back on just don't panic like we we, we knew we were going to miss the little connection and i was just thinking what's the worst that can happen you know mm-hmm. Like we'll be fine. Another ticket. Though, well, yeah. maybe we'd. You know, I later. said you know what. Most we'll have to buy another ticket. It might cost a little bit of money, but you know that's that's not what you budget for. But you just go there and they go, okay, here's a ticket for the next one. We, I, that's we, not I, a guarantee. We, we were getting a. Uh, it's not a guarantee, but just don't panic. Don't worry. So I was just gonna say we decided we were gonna get a, a taxi while we were sat in Lille waiting for the train, and then we got going again. We said actually, let's not bother. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. I'm going to move us on just because I'm keeping an eye on time and we've got three hotels to do reviews of. You stayed one night in Magic Circus mm-hmm. and one then night four in nights, heaven. five Sequoia, nights, yeah. four or five? Four. Four nights, four nights five in, days, yeah. yeah, in Sequoia and we stayed three nights in Resid Home. Resid Home, Resid Home. Um, in Chessy. So, where shall we in start? In Valderop. Well, let's do a little Fletcher Rain sandwich. You start mm. with... Um, Magic Circus, and we'll take it in turn. Well, it was one night in Magic Circus, and uh, it's a nice hotel. It's one of the partner hotels, so there's a shuttle bus that goes there, but it goes to all the other partner hotels as well, and it's like third from last, I think, or second mm-hmm. from last. Mm-hmm. So it takes about 15 minutes to get there, and they are busy shuttle buses. If you're on the partner buses, because they're going to all these different places, they are very, very busy. Um, but regular, is it like every yeah. 15 minutes or something? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Um and yeah, it, it was a really nice hotel. Um, well, I thought it was. Uh, there's this really nice bit downstairs. So when you go in, it's all like velvety walls and stuff. And you go in and, and check in in this room. But then you go around the corner and there's like an atrium type thing. And the atrium's got massive pillars. And it was all done out like um, like under the sea. But it was all, all the pillars were uh, like um, screens. And this is new because we went there about yeah. three years ago. And it, it wasn't like that. So it, wasn't like that. It, it was amazing. And Lucas, we, we got up to the hotel. I think I said this on the show last week. We got up to the hotel room and Lucas said, I want to go and video downstairs because it's brilliant. I want to go video the under the sea bit. And I said, well, when we go down in the morning, I don't think that's what it'll be. Mm. And sure enough, we went down in the morning and it was like Beauty and the Beast type, type oh. feel to it. And, and because they've got 
that presumably they got these like LED lights and everything as well. The whole room just looked and felt different, different colours, different theming, everything. And they can just do that at the drop of a hat. It's so clever. Mm. Um, Magic. Yeah. We got breakfast booked, but we didn't stay for it because we wanted to get into Sequoia. So we, um, the following morning, we went and we were going to get the first bus in, but it was taking forever. So we decided that rather than get the first bus in, we would grab a taxi so we just got a taxi and went to Sequoia the breakfast is alright they're standard fare um, anemic beans though <laughs> oh they can't do beans but they have beans I know some people keep asking about other beans in hotels I saw this on a on a thread the other day that's the first beans time I've seen them I think beans or not. is uh, the magic circus I can pale beans I can say if you want some like th- like Disney level theming not quite Disney level but you're into like themed hotels but mm. you don't want to pay for a Disney hotel, I think that's probably your best option in the area. We've never stayed at Magic Castle, which is by the same company and apparently is quite similar. But it, it is an option. You you don't just have the option of a Disney hotel or a Bear Wall travel lodge. It's not like that. It's a really... We, we thought, actually, if we were going to come back and do it differently, somewhere like that is definitely something we would consider. Annual pass holder kind Yeah, of exactly, thing. yeah. But... Mm-hmm. Um, they do say, and obviously this is an obvious warning this, but they do say at the moment you have to book your park days. So if you've got tickets and you book a hotel with them, you need to make sure you've got your tickets and you've booked your days because otherwise you won't be able to go in the parks, basically. Especially yeah. like when we were there then and it was booked up every day, all day. Because that day, happened so. to us, as we yeah. will probably get on to another time. Um, but yeah, it's good. And like you say, the fact they've got the shuttle bus, which is regular, sweaty. Well, what I liked regular. about it, by the way, is that everything that you get in in terms of cast members in a Disney hotel, it felt like I was getting that mm. same experience. They they have done they've worked very hard to try and replicate that. And did you have the bunk bed area that yeah. you could curtain off? Uh, oh, I don't know if we could curtain it off. We probably could, but I didn't I didn't really look at that. But yeah, there was a there was a, a bunk bed with a double bed underneath it and then our bed to the side of it. So ah. Lucas was upstairs, Ollie was downstairs. There was a massive moon at the top of it. I think I put it on um yeah. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So at the top of the stairs there was a massive moon that was that was lit. Which looked really like mm. really nice kind of feel feel to it. Uh, yeah, when we got there, it was quite late because we've been to Napiano's, haven't we? Yes. For, for our tea, um, and there was no air conditioning upstairs. I think we talked about that last week as well, didn't we? Yeah, it was the hottest room in oh. the world, man. Yeah. I, I still uh, I still have flashbacks to it, <laughs> but it was like we we're collectively going through menopause. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. We all lost about a stone. Yeah, sweated it out, and we had pizzas, and we still lost a stone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got back and we just. Laura went, went off and found a vending machine, got us some drinks and stuff, and we just had some drinks and went to bed. So it, it, it was literally just a bed for the night, really. More than Hit and run. Yeah. yeah. Well, we uh, we stayed in the Resid Home, um, which is a it's like an a, it's self catering apartments, but it's set up far more like a hotel than like an Airbnb would be. Mm. Um, and it's in the centre of Chessy uh, Valderup. Um, it's which, literally which is like. Five minute drive from no, not even that. Like th- th- three, two minute, three minute drive from uh, the park. You could probably walk to the parks. We didn't. I estimate it would take twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah, it's definitely further than somewhere like Cheyenne and Santa Fe is, mm. but it would be walkable. We didn't try it. Maybe we'll not with time. a child. No, not with a child. A tired child, and then a full day and all that kind yeah. of thing. But we were. 10 seconds from the mouth of the train station when I say 10 seconds I mean like walking across a car park which we didn't realise for a couple of days and we were walking all around this block (laughs) and going into the main entrance and then we realised because the platform was so long 
that it stretched mm. all the way down to our hotel. And, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And yeah. it was... And it's it, only like 30 seconds from Val d'Europe to, to the parks as well, it's, isn't it? It's, it's less than well, a two-minute train ride. I w- the first day I was vlogging and I was, I was doing the, right, guys, we're going to see how long this train takes so that you've got the information if you ever want to stay here. And by the time I'd kind of... And I said, so I'm going to time it now. And by the time I'd done that... We're already pulling into Disneyland <laughs> Paris. So it literally taken less about 90 seconds, yeah. I would reckon. Mm. Um, it's e- like 195 each, 90, uh, or 190 something, and then 95 It was cents. less than five euros. It was like four euros, 20 or something. No, no, it was like... Anyway. It's like 490 for all of us, something like that. Yeah. So it it's cheap, it's daily, it's easy. Having said that, they're every 20 minutes. They're every 20 minutes all day. So that's really convenient. However, if you arrive at the train station as one is pulling away, that means a 20-minute wait. Whereas if you're staying in a Disney hotel, you're just straight there, aren't you? So that's the downside. Now, it was clean. It was small. But what they did with the space was so clever in that they divided it into a living area, um, a small double bedroom. Um, they'd got the toilet and bathroom separate, which we like. Sorry, oh, just- sorry. I just realised, uh, before we forget, uh, the Dunn family have uh, made a spe- special request for a shout-out to the whole Dunn family um, because they're here for Katie's 16th birthday. I'm sorry, I Chris hitting the high note there for Katie's 16th birthday. So, uh, happy birthday. He's in, Mick, in the voice, well, of, voice Mickey. of Mickey. Yeah, I Mickey, was it? Oh, do you know what? Um, <laughs> I just saw that later on, which reminded me, okay, so I'd like to say, <laughs> Hi, Katie. I can't believe it's your 16th birthday. Hop, diggity dog. Gosh. And thank you for the super chat, Dunn family. That Very much appreciated. Manic Mickey. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> oh, that was good. You don't do Mickey very often. You know, it, no. it, it, I did Mickey last week and it was better than I've just done it now. And then Chris did Goofy and all the chat was all about his Goofy. No love for the hey, Mickey. Hey, hey, it's not a competition, boys. It's not a competition. Oh, not a close one, apparently. <laughs> I was describing no. <laughs> resi- residence. Um, so yeah it, it was clean it, it, there was a few issues with the layout like there's nowhere to put your case and the, the wardrobe is really close to the side of the bed mm. the, there are plugs in convenient places but the thing is this was our cheapest of the cheap option half the price of a Disneyland uh, hotel of the cheapest Disneyland it will yeah. be a, a quarter or a fifth of the price of somewhere like Hotel New York it, it really was and it was really nice. We really enjoyed it. And you know what? You get what you pay for. We always, like, we, got to, we go there, we've been there a lot, and people always go, oh, so I, I assume you pop into Paris. I've never been into Paris, ever. Oh, I've been, I've been adjacent to it so many times. <laughs> but and, and now, I know this isn't the same, but just being off-site, uh, it being in a little town with a shopping centre and some little restaurants and things, it, you know... You're getting somewhere close to having a little bit more than just a Disneyland Paris yeah. holiday. Mm. You, you feel like you are a little bit in France. Just, um, just, un, just you know, on peur. That, that's how I felt on the RER. Yeah. Like I was actually yeah. in France. And, you know, you've got you've got boulangeries and you've got a big hypermarket and you've got a shopping centre and there's, there's loads of little brasseries around if you want to have dinner. You know, everyone worries about getting the 
dining reservations in the village in Indisland Park. Well, if you just pop a two-minute train ride down there, you've got loads of dining options that have all got availability, and and it's lovely. So it's just it was a really good option. We will stay there again because we do go usually as annual pass holders, although we haven't renewed this time. But we'll still probably buy another set next time we go, and it's just financially it's very hard to justify Disney prices at the moment, and mm. that was such a good option for us. As much as I love it. You know, the price, it makes it very tempting to stay mm. there again. It does. Very tempting. Uh, and, you know, uh, someone's asking about, uh, Hannah said, is it, was it okay being self-catering? Does that not make it more expensive than having a meal plan? Uh, we went to a hypermarket, cheap as chips. We got a, a, like a oh. bag of croissants. Oh, sorry, cheap as frites. <laughs> and uh, and that was us for breakfast and then of course we just uh, ate in the um in the parks for most of the time we just made sure we had breakfast stuff in um but what surprised me is you weren't really paying self-catering accommodation prices usually they're more expensive than hotel rooms aren't they because of the accommodation you got this was we didn't get it because it was self-catering it was the cheapest option we could find mm. and it was self-catering it was great it was good we liked it right but the main event will be Sequoia Lodge. Yes. Can I just talk about the RAR for a second first? Yes. Ba-ba-da. Um, that little jingle you get in the train stations. I love that. Ba-ba-da. It's so French. I was like, and hello. <laughs> Ba-ba-da. Ooh, might as well do that at the end. We'd heard so many horror stories about, about the RAR as we were reading about it, and this is one of the reasons Laura was really kind of, I don't want to do it. Um, but I just... I kind of kept pushing it and saying, look, it'll be all right. Yes, people get pickpockets. That, that happens in London as well. You know, when we go on the, on the tube, we're absolutely we're fine with that. It doesn't matter. We just need to be wily and keep on our toes, make sure the boys are focused and not, like, doing what little boys do. <laughs> so we prepped them before we got off the Eurostar. I just said, like, you stay with, one of you stays with me, one of you stays with Laura. Um, we we make sure you're holding their hands the whole time. You don't talk to anybody. If anyone talks to you, you ignore them. Um, <laughs> no, but it's true though, because yeah. they do it to distract you. Yeah. And 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 then that was it really. So we went and queued for for the tickets, thinking it was going to cost seven fifty each, and it was five euros each for for me and Laura, and it was two fifty each for them. It's nothing, absolutely nothing. Mm. So for fifteen euros, we got from Gardenor to uh, to. Chessy to Manly Valley. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it took 40 minutes, but it wasn't too bad. You had to change once. Um, and when we changed and, and got on the longer train, uh, straight away, this guy just got up and, and cleared a space for us so we could all go, go so we could all sit because we had our big suitcases and stuff as well. Everyone was really friendly and nice. Everyone was like really keeping an eye out for the boys and stuff as well. So it, it actually felt very, very safe. They, no mm. problems at all. That is cheap. It's really Because cheap. it's 40 minutes from here to Manchester and it's yeah. like 17 quid each. Yeah, but that's Europe and rail travel, isn't it? it, is, it is Welcome cheaper. to England. Yeah. Um, can I make my joke about the privatised rail again? Sorry, carry <laughs> on, carry on. So, so yeah, it, it was really good. And, and I, was just, I was just thinking, because Magical by Sarah was saying in the chat to Susie about the cost of, of Ubers from Gardenau, it's about 79 euros. And that's what we'd priced it up as mm. when I was looking. And if you compare those two, time-wise, it doesn't, take that much less time either and you're sat in someone else's car and they're in charge of whether they want to have air conditioning on or not or whether the windows are open mm. all that sort of stuff and I, I don't know I just I thought it was a really good experience the only slight thing that happened which was a little bit exciting was as we were getting onto the second train this guy kind of climbed it, uh, climbed onto the train and he just collapsed onto the floor and everyone just basically kicked him out of the way and he got up 
and he didn't get on the train. He turned around and walked off really sheepishly. So I'm pretty sure he was up to something, and the the locals who were there made sure he didn't get away with what he was trying to do. Ooh. He was literally causing a distraction. I told mum and dad about this, and they said they were nearly mugged on the RER by a very similar thing. thing. So this guy um, fell down, and everyone like helped him up again, but he left a couple of things on the floor. And as my dad was going down to help him pick up these things for him, someone else went for my, for my dad's bag. But my mum saw him, give him a crack, and then they, they just pegged it. Wow. So there you go. Pretty scary. Are people horrible? Mm. I know. But yeah, so that was the RER. Uh, Sequoia Lodge then. Sequoia Lodge is, for me, the best of the Disney hotels that I've been in so I agree. far. I, I love... Um, I love the layout of it. I, 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 all the areas are so nice. All that stone and wood. It's just were you in so a lodge? No, no, we, we we had a um, um, lake side, a, a lake view one. Very good. Um, yeah, it, it was just. I mean, the rooms are the rooms, aren't they? I'm, I'm, without being funny, the yeah. the hotels, all of them, they have the same layout rooms. They're just themed in a different, slightly different mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. But it's a really good practical room, um, and we could see right out onto the onto the lake from where we were. Yes, there were trees and stuff in the way, so there wasn't anything to see there anyway, but it meant you could look out in the morning and see how busy it was outside and stuff, and that was really good. Um, but yeah, the, the general theming of the actual hotel is just, it's stunning. The floors, the, you know, everything. The pool's brilliant as well. We went in the pool twice. Um, there's a slide. It's, a, it's the best of the pools that I've been in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. But the thing I like the most about it is that when you're walking about outside, it's got that Disney music in your ears the whole yes, time. Yes. And and so you've not just got the sound of the birds and the nature and stuff that's there. It's just like this this little The idyllic... nature the nature's pumped in. Oh yeah, know? no, I know, yeah. yeah. But it, it's just this this idyllic thing. It it's just like an oasis of calm. You're walking around in this place and two minutes away you've got utter chaos of the village. And you just feel like you're in a completely different place. I, I was just, I was absorbed by it. I thought it was fantastic. And I, we would definitely go there again. Um, Newport Bay was all right when we went there. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's a great hotel. But as an experience, this and and not Compass Clubs, and not Golden Forest, but just the standard uh, at Sequoia was just was superb. And actually, the other big thing is it doesn't feel like it's a long way away. Newport Bay is closer than Cheyenne, but it feels the same distance by the time you've walked there. Mm. Sequoia doesn't feel that far to me. There's a, there's a lot of love and, for Sequoia in the chat. And in, a lot of love. In terms of comparison with distance with Hotel New York, which the reason it's priced as it is is because it's the next closest one to the mm. parks. But you come out of the front... Once you've got to the lake... You walk like fifty meters away from yeah. the front of it's yeah. like it's negligible the dis- difference in distance. Isn't and, it? and at Newport Bay, you're entering through the security at the other side of the lake, mm. and actually that you have to walk down past McDonald's and everything to get into the main walk of the of the village. Whereas when you go on the side of, of um, the Marvel uh, mm. Hotel, you're kind of straight in at the bottom there, and you and you're on that run already. And it, it just everything about that side of it feels closer than than Newport mm. Bay, even though it's strictly speaking not. Miriam's been there uh, five times in 16 months. Wow. But yeah, everyone's loving it. Pauline, um, Claire says there's just something about it. Yeah. Thing is, the um, on-site prices are really terrifying me at the moment. 
However, in the past, when I used to um, price up packages, if you just sort of shopped around and tweaked your dates and arrived on a Monday or left on a... Do you know what I mean? You just mm. kind of worked out your dates. You could often find Sequoia Lodge for about £50 more for four days than Cheyenne. I don't mean £50 a night. I mean £50 yeah. for four days. Depending just when you did it. And with that in mind, it it's so worth it to go to Sequoia. It, it's worth... I, I would say for a five day break, it's it's worth five to six hundred quid more than what you pay for and for JN or and sometimes there's not that much of a difference. No, th- no, there isn't. No, you're absolutely right. Whereas jumping then up to Newport Bay, I would really have to be getting a good deal to convince me it was worth from Sequoia. You'd really have to convince me it was yeah. worth it. I mean, uh, I'm sure it is lovely. George but... has just said Sequoia at Christmas with a roasting fire, etc. Yeah. Something very special. I can imagine it would be. I we mean, went in. It was burning hot. We went in there. January, and uh, it was really nice to sit in the bar. And we had banana hot chocolates in the bar yeah. next to the fire. Um, David like says, fun. "I love Sequoia, but the fake bird song is distracting." I found that about um, uh, Polynesian Village Resort um, at about seven a.m. All of a sudden, the um, Cicada noise just stopped. Uh, it just it faded out very quickly. But because yeah, I, but I, I I almost believed it was real. In the then, real world, they they cut out like that though. They just stopped exactly seven a.m. Well, no, but if they, they like kind a, of just stopped. Uh, like a five second fade out. <laughs> I did <laughs> like, like the sound of like, cicadas though. I was like, oh, this is Sequoia. I like that. I thought, oh, this is pumped in. But no, I like it too. Like, I love I love all that kind of stuff. I I, I realised it was fake. I do want to do want to say by the way booking on site at the moment the simplicity of using the app to check in so so mm-hmm. I checked in you print out your forms and fill them all out and they just they have a quick look and make sure you've done them and they take them so now you don't have these massive long queues that you have to wait to go and go check in sit there and fill out a form and do all this stuff with them you just turn up and they say have you got your paperwork yep yeah, there you go perfect thank you just give me a second they walk over and gave us the cards we we left magic circus at 7.45 in a taxi. We were at Sequoia at, at 5 to 8. We went through security there. Laura took the bags to the baggage while I checked in and we were in the park. We were in the queue for early magic time by 8.30 so we only, we only missed Booyah. the time to, to queue in. Mm. It, it was fantastic. It just such a big difference to be far. I mean we were there early as well so I guess that's part of the reason the queues were down but it was oh. just such a good experience, really, See, really good experience. The thing is, now I have to, everything we've talked about today, I have to book a Christmas trip staying at Sequoia. Yeah, oh. that'd be good. I think that? we should do Halloween time before we do Christmas again. Oh, okay, then. Should we go to Halloween then? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Miriam's just said, that I feel like Newport is just too big. If you end up at the very end, I bet it's exhausting. When when we stayed, we did Compass Club, and they're all in, in the middle on like the fifth and sixth floor or something. And, and as, as a result of that, it felt quite quiet because of where we were. But on a couple of the occasions, like nine or ten o'clock in the morning, if you went into the foyer and new people were turning up, you got to see just how chaotic that place is because it is yeah. massive. It is absolutely huge, and it's it's you know high end for Disney as well. So it it I I found it too much. I never felt like that at all at Sequoia this time, and we know that the parks and the hotels were busy this time. Yeah, they were they've, busy. they've zoned out there common areas in Sequoia a bit haven't they so the shop is actually nowhere near the check-in it's kind of down it's around the, corner, around the yeah. corner and off and and they've got like little areas with pool tables and you know we played fuss fall outside on on the <gasps> veranda thing it was it was actually we sat That's we decided to go back early one night and we just we, we went and sat 
on, on the the little outside bit, we got a drink from the bar and we went and sat outside. The boys played football, um, and, and then it was like before we went out for tea, and then we went out and had our, our tea and went back into the parks in the evening. But it was lovely, and Lucas wanted to do that again. Mm. I, I think that's the thing. You go to Disney, and if you don't go regularly, every time you go, you want to do everything you possibly can, and you, it it can be quite stressful and chaotic and and heavy at times. But it's brilliant. This time. I think Sequoia just helped us slow down a little bit. Yeah. And so, and the heat did as well, obviously. <laughs> but on, on two occasions, two days of the week, we came back, uh, we had our lunch at 12.30 or whenever it was, and maybe went and did a couple more rides. But we were back at the hotel by two, and we were in the pool by three. And then we had, we went back to the hotel and had a siesta, like you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And and Ollie had had a sleep for like an hour or whatever. We all got ready, and then we went out for our evening meal, and it meant we were far fresher for the evening. I like to do that. It mm-hmm. was great, and, and yeah. it just it just take took all the pressure off it as a holiday mm-hmm. because actually you enjoy that stuff as well. Yeah. And yeah, it made it made a massive difference to how we've done Disney in the past. I think and. It's something that I think even when it's colder, we'd probably consider still doing as well. I think once it go, you go on to your third, your fourth, your fifth, your 27th trip, it, it's really lovely to not have that feverishness. Like, you know, you, you've just got to grab everything all at once. You think, well, I'll get it next time. Or we've mm. done that before. And it's just quite nice because you can enjoy it in a different way, can't you? Yeah, yeah. You can really just like let it wash over you instead of feeling you have to, if you, you've ruined your trip, if you haven't been on, Indiana Jones. There's a few people there saying we should all have a meet up in Halloween at Halloween. Yes. Maybe we in will. In Dewsbury. Yeah. Um we uh I've noticed there's a new playlist on our channel uh called Disneyland Paris 2022. Um so there's a a whole video from Lucy, a whole video from Chris. I watched that the other day, Chris. Uh, mm. Lucas it's just so lovely. He 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 bought oh, his film. <laughs> he, he no, but he, he he bought everyone presents with his with his holiday money. Yeah, he did. Oh, it's lovely. It's and I've got a full chat. trip report on there that's twenty minutes long. Um, and I must say, I've had some very flattering comments about it, and some in the chat as well today. Um, so thanks for that hmm. uh, for that, guys. Um, so that can be found in our playlist, Disneyland Paris twenty twenty two, because my videos on my channel, but we put it in there. Hmm. Also, there's a full channel of uh, it's called like Disney. What's it called? Disney Park vlogs or something. I yeah, can't something remember. Like that, yeah. um, oh, let me find it real quick. Um, so we've got like um, a playlist, Disney, Disney trip reports. There's 18 videos on there and there's like loads of old videos and stuff, mostly from me. Oh, no, they're all from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a couple from Lucy. Anyway, so yeah, if you want to see like our latest trip, you can see some of those videos. I didn't take a lot of video while I was there. Um, I, when I started doing this show, it, I was enthusiastic about podcasting. I had no plan of having my yeah. face on a screen. So it's not something that I do a lot of. I might be able to pull together 10 or 15 minutes and talk about some of the things that we've done. But in all honesty, we're talking through most of it on here anyway, so yeah. I probably won't. However, I am going to do some videos on food. So I'm going to do a video on um, the meal plans just to give you a bit of an idea of how we've used them, some of my recommendations, that sort of stuff. And I think I'm going to do two others uh, on the restaurants as well so I'm going to do one on um, the table service restaurants and one on the buffets cool so that should be in our Disneyland Paris 2022 playlist I would think so yeah, yeah put it in sense, there it? so that's a good place to, to start and that mm. yeah that's that's the most recent trip so you can see Avengers Campus uh, on there and me just being stupid as well, which will annoy some. No, you, not you. It will annoy some people, but some people find it funny. So and I've okay. got some. I've got loads. I've got like 
five vlogs from that trip that I'm still to edit. So I, I'll try to be quicker. And then I've still got like five left from Walt Disney World to upload as hey. well. But they take a lot of editing. It's hard. So yeah, on top of that, there's the Walt Disney World 2022 mm. trip reports and vlogs. All mine are on there. Lucy's got some stuff coming onto there now, as well. Now, just before I go. Just check out all our playlists. We have overrun by 15 minutes again, but this is very important that I plug and I continue Ten to Ten minutes, plug we're fine. This charity show that we're going to do. So remember, it's the 18th of September. It's from four till eight. Bring your piggy bank or your PayPal details because we will be donating everything direct to Dementia Care and we're going to be doing some silly stuff and we're going to be talking about lots of Disney things, doing lots of Disney quirks. We might have some special guests. I think we're trying to sort those out perhaps. Are we? I don't know. It's mentioned and then we're like, oh, logistics because we don't have to do logistics. Chris has to do logistics. Somebody's been desperately trying to get us to do something with Sam for God. Yeah. So um, we might have to reach out. Sam was up for it. She, yeah. she yeah. said yes, so if we can get to do, do a guest call in, that'd See be great. We'll find a way of doing that. Yeah, we'll, mm. we'll, we'll hopefully figure something um, out. I just want to say thanks to the Dunn family quickly just for uh, for doing the super chat thing because I know it was a bit of a shock last week when when yeah the we the shock again this week we, we suddenly we went on but we suddenly went oh because there was a green comment in the in the chat yeah. we went oh. It, it, it's a feature we've been able to switch on. Um, there's no expectation there whatsoever, so please don't feel that you have to use it oh, at, no. at any point, but it's there if you want to use We're it. We're just glad you're here, guys. Um, but but yeah, th- <laughs> thank you for that. And and yeah, if, if you do choose to use it, then ask for shout-outs or whatever it might be. If you want something to do, it comes up as a big alert so we can we can mm. see. You, you get to stand out in the chat and we can, uh, yeah. we can make a fuss about you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. Right. Well, thank you very much for joining us once yeah, again. There's been loads it's of stuff going on in the chat, which we had to kind of, because we were focused what, on what we were talking about. So we're sorry if we... You're helping each other. Yeah, you're all yeah, answering yeah. each other's questions. You're answering each other's questions so we can just go, oh, they've dealt that, with that. That's a really good point for anybody watching, uh, listening, sorry, to the podcast who who find this chat distracting maybe. But because you can't follow what's going on, sometimes we don't manage to get through everything that's being discussed there. But there's a nice little community going on in the chat and everybody helps each other out so if you wanted a reason to to join in live or to watch it later the chat's always there so you can always go through that or just you know you, got a question. you can join in retrospectively just you know just comment respond to anything we're saying now just pop it in the comments yeah, you we're, know we'll, we try and get in touch we do and we answer to everything everywhere where we can um we have an extra 20 minutes for our patreon show after this if you want to join patreon you can do and you get stickers now don't you we have yeah we, we arranged yeah so there's been a bit of a halt to the stickers whilst i was on holiday but i've got a few to send out next week but yes so. this, this there's stickers there for anybody who joins um, and you get a shout out on the show as well if you become a Patreon um, subscriber and you get access to the show um, and to anything that we get early access to any other podcasty showy type things that we might do as well so that's all from us tonight join us on Patreon in two minutes if you are a Patreon pal already I've been Lucy this has been the boys good night bye bye <laughs> 